All right, I'm recording right now. <laughs> Why did Scott do this to us? We don't belong here. This is just three of us. We shouldn't be doing this. Wake up, zombies. It's time for the Up All Night Podcast. Alright, uh, welcome to the, uh, Up All Night podcast, and, uh, Scott can't make it tonight, our fearless leader, um, is gone, and we're super late for our E3 cast, so, uh, we gotta do something, so we're gonna do it, right, uh, late E3 extravaganza, that's, uh, is that E4 then, Diary? Is that what that is? No. No, it's not Just E4? No. <laughs> that's the name of our, that's the name of the of the podcast called E4 or that episode, right? right? Uh, never say that again. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, what were we doing? Oh, yeah, we're talking about E3. I've got it already. I'm a terrible host. I have the worst ADD. Why did he not ask you to do this, Dibri? Because I don't have any possible way to record things. That's true. How about you, Brad? You can, you can be a leader. Yeah, I <laughs> maybe, possibly. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about E3, we're really late on it, but that just means we had more time to watch the videos and follow on Twitter and see what's going on. Uh, we're just going to do something about, uh, we're going to talk about each title and we're going to talk about uh, if we think it's going to be, if it's all hype or if there's actually something to it. I uh, couldn't think of anything more clever or clever at all. I was thinking maybe like hyper bite, like you bit the bait, but it sounds stupid. So we're just going to say a hype it or do you hype it or do you like it? Um, that doesn't make sense either. So we're just going to say if you like it or not. Um, all right, Dabby, we'll start with the Xbox stuff. Uh, Brad, I don't know how much you've seen all of this game, but what do you think of Skull and Bones? Skull and Bones is actually the only, like, cross-platform game I got excited about. So it actually looks, like, it looks pretty, in, like, intricate, like, all the details for, like, how the battles work at sea. It's, like, a really cool pirate game. And honestly, it's, like, the first pirate game I've seen that actually has me a little hyped since, like, Black Flag. Yeah, it actually, from what I heard, it uses the Black Flag, um, like the actual engine that they used, uh, like for the the ship stuff. It's because it's a Ubisoft game, and they just kind of took that that stuff and tried to make a game out of it. I guess like there's a multiplayer. I don't know if you know about you know about that, right, Diary? Or both you guys? Yeah. That, right? yeah. Yeah. So there's a five v five multiplayer, and like you like kind of destroy these other smaller ships to get loot, and then you can blow up their ships, like the other player ships, and take their loot. And then you kind of take it to like a spot and you cash in. I mean, there's there's been multiplayer games that like game modes that have done that, but this is obviously with ships. And so there's like different kinds of ships. There's the like the like the long range mortar ship. There's like the rammer. It has like a big battering ram at the end of it. And like, what's the third one? Do you know what it was, Dustin? I don't remember. I thought it was just like a speedy one, like trying to get like to the side of the oh, faster yeah. for like just like a little flanker because you can board the ships, can't you? So it's like a speedy one. Yeah, right you can next board to you. them too. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. What do you think about that, Brad? Have you seen any of that? No, actually, I haven't caught that game. Sounds good. Um, I mean, you're talking about Black Flag or whatever. It yeah. kind of sparked up a assassin, new Assassin's Creed game for me, but we can talk about that a little bit later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that, uh, the one after this one, because uh, I wanted to talk about, I think that one's... That one is a that one's a hype for me, Diary. I know you really like it, but I think the controlling on the ships is gonna what sinks this game. <laughs> but no, I think the controlling on the ships is gonna be a little oh, too Lord. clunky. 
uh, for a controller. If they if they nail the controlling right, though, especially in five v five, I think that's gonna be great. But I'm only hyping because I have I don't have a lot of faith in the controls. I mean, you know, all games like there's always gonna be like it's hard to not like games trying to get the controllers with like vehicle games or yeah. like even like mech suit games too. Right. Like it's really hard to get the the flow, but. I feel like because you want to feel like something that you can. Yeah, yeah I agree. So I'm so I'm so a bit hyped for it. I mean, yeah, I'm hyped for it too. I hope they do figure it out. I hope it is fun to navigate the ships. Because if you can, if they nail that, then I think that's pretty much like that's gonna be like a super sleeper hit to me. But it's hard to nail that stuff. Um, see what else here. I mean, if you want to jump into it, there was another pirate game showing yeah, that I, I really yeah. didn't like, actually. Really? You didn't like Sea of Thieves? You didn't no. Like... It... Really? That's what I, it's my game I'm really into. That looks cool to me. Are you here about this one, Brad? Or is it just going to be me and Diary talking about more it's pirate games? It's going to be you guys more than likely you right son now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Damn it, Brad. All right, so for guys, guys if you don't know, uh, Sea of Thieves is another pirate game. I think this one's number one on my watch list, actually, of all the games. Because it's just because I think it's, like, the future of the way we play games. It's, like, a, kind of like an MMO. It's, like, it's an open design. You don't have to play it any specific way. Do whatever you want. You can just be a pirate. You can stow away in other people's ships. And when they get back on the shore, you just take their money and they never know. You can, obviously, pillage and loot, like, uh, other like other players' ships as, like on the sea. Or you can wait outside of a quest area and kind of like just be a jerk and like grief other players doing their quests. And then there, obviously there's the big quests where you have to, um, they give you like, you buy a map and this map will say like, ah, oh, this is, look for the island with the jewel at the whatever. And then you look for that island and you find it and the map will update with the next part. Like take 15 steps from like the, uh, the ribs or something. And then you like, you'll find like, ribs of a skeleton and you'll like take 15 steps north from there and then you'll find the treasure so like um i think that's really cool like the, just the open-endedness of the design allows you just to do whatever the hell you want i think is kind of the future of of uh just multiplayer games in general it's like if if grand theft auto games had a point besides blowing up everything um, all right so like i think the direction like all, everything you just said like seems really cool to me but just based on what we've seen from it, it just doesn't look like it's going to be executed like to a level that's just appealing to me. Yeah, it, it looks a little. It just looks a little like forced with like not really. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it matches up to the age well. Yeah, the I mean, like maybe the art design might like was. Just a, yeah, that was flat. definitely a big part of it too. But I think in order to like, it's one of those things where like, what do you want? Do you want this huge open world where like people connect to each other and they're, and it's everything is really visible and easy? The water looks great. I mean, that's something that like I thought looked really good with yeah. the water. Um, but like the art design, I don't know. It's, it's I'm up the and down on it. The designs themselves are yeah. like really. Uh, but we we never animation, seen, it's like. Is that full like, of the did game? You watch like know. how they were running and stuff. Yeah, like, and I didn't was, like the pistol design either. It looks like with the pistol, just like it's basically just like a little cannon. <laughs> like it's not very like it. D it doesn't look like combat is going to be very diverse. Like the combat is definitely not the focus of this game. Which I think if the uh, game should be for it to be successful, I think the combat needs to be good. So we'll see. That's another thing maybe that could really sink it was like this a one. <laughs> 
there's like a scene where they showed like someone like shooting a skeleton yeah and, like he just watches someone else shoot it and it just like stands there and like p- puffs out his chest and then it like turns into light and i'm like uh okay yeah, yeah we'll see i'm waiting i'm waiting like, like i said there's... the direction of it feels good but yeah and you know there's some hints in those videos too like you uh like there's like a kraken picture and that would be really crazy if your boat got attacked by a kraken i would probably shit my pants like if you're like sailing on the seven seas because it's a multiplayer game it's like you're sailing with your crew it's like me you brad and like we threw scott overboard and like we're just like we're just like <laughs> on the seven seas right and all of a sudden a giant tentacle comes and and swipes Brad away. It's just me and Dibri, like it should be, right? We're just me and you, just on the on the seas, right? Sorry, Brad. And like we're out there and we're fighting this thing, right? And then Brad's not actually not dead, and he stabs it in the eye. Like he was swimming the whole time. And then we take part of the Brad's treasure and we don't give it to him because we're still on the boat. And then we sail off. And that's the pirate life. That'd be super cool. I would love to do that. I mean. One thing I, I, I was kind of having visions of were uh, people just trying to, like, break things in a game. Like, since the fact that, like, you can shoot yourself out of a cannon. Yeah. I forgot you could do that. <laughs> just, like... I, I just kept imagining people trying to get to, like, unreachable places yeah. and, like, like find, like, a super high mountain and be like, all right, come on. Let's see if we can do this. You know what's going to happen? Somebody's going to get, like, the best rifle they can get, like, right away or something. And they're going to shoot themselves in the cannon in some stupid fucking high spot that you're pistol can't reach and he's gonna sit there he's gonna snipe you and you're not gonna be able to finish the mission that you have and you're just gonna get mad that's what's gonna happen it's gonna be like a, you're gonna do it on like a basic mission that everyone has to go to too right they're gonna be like, <laughs> right. there, like ha, 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 no one advances that's the crap people don't like think about like when they create games like this is gonna be an asshole like an asshole like just screwing everything up i mean there always has to be a diary yeah they're always has, like those are worse than diaries though i hate them all right, Brad, you want really to talk about Assassin's Creed. That's something you can talk about. You're usher listening to this conversation. This is all you, baby. Bring us home. I honestly, like, looking at that game, watching the gameplay of it, looks like they kind of, like, redefine the gameplay of it kind of a thing. Like, there's just, like, so much more you can do in that game. Like, you go through the first two, three Assassin's Creeds, like, oh, they were fun and whatever. The combat was pretty cool, but it was repetitive. It was always the same stuff. Yeah. But I mean, looking at uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, like that just looks like they're just like completely broke the game down and rebuilt it kind yeah. of thing, in my opinion. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like you can keep upgrading your computer, but it's still got this this the still stay motherboard, and they just kind of like rebuilt it from the ground up, brand new. Don't... You know what I mean? Does the same yeah. shit, but just does everything better. That's how I feel. Yeah. About it. And then, like, the whole leveling up aspect, too, yeah. in the game. Like, I think that's a pretty cool feature to add to it. Kind of get your, that... kinda, you're like, a God of War, Devil May Cry kind of thing. Yeah. Build up combo points is kind of a thing, so. Yeah, I did really like, like, the, just the the way it looks. And, they, you know, they brought in, like, you can do, like, a, like, what is that called? Like, a UAV, kind of, with your hawk. Like, a oh, hockey yeah, UAV. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was kind of cool. Um, And I also liked... Like, uh, they had the bow and arrow, which added some cool, like, features. Like, he, like, jumped off in slow motion off a building and shot an arrow. And he controlled, like, the trajectory the trajectory of the arrow to, like, get yeah. a headshot on, like, a guy who was running. I was like, that's super cool. Like, I, I think they kind of had that in Assassin's Creed 3, but it wasn't nearly as good yeah, as yeah. it looks now kind of a thing. So It's like they're doing a really good job 
I think the Assassin's Creed developers are doing a really good job of understanding the wish fulfillment that we have being an assassin. We want to be like the coolest, most badass, like Egyptian assassin. That's it's Egyptian, right? I can no. appreciate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like the most like badass Egyptian assassin, and I, I think that they understand that, and they're like the story's still there, but they know like we just what we really want is just to have like an experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Diary? I'm kind of. Oh. Sorry. I didn't. Um, I honestly didn't have much interest in it. No. It just looked like another rehash of. Like we'll I'm. We'll I, talk about that in a second. But I think Brad was gonna say something too. What are you gonna say, Brad? I was just kind of curious about like. I mean, I understand. I know Desmond died back in uh, one of the Ezio yeah, games. Yeah. I can't remember which one. But like, I would kind of like to go back to like the future of it, kind of a thing. Like, come back into the real world, modern day time stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want them to, too. I wish Desmond didn't die. I feel like that was the worst decision they could have had, like, narratively. Exactly. That's the only thing I cared about. I kept coming back for him, and once he died, I was like, I don't really want to play anymore. Like, yeah, same no, here. You know? I wanted I wanted it to end, and, like, if I wanted it to end, the last game, to be, like, you're playing as Desmond, like, like in the now times, and you're an assassin, and you learned everything from all the other games. That would have been the yeah. dopest shit. Why did they not do that? Like, I don't understand. Running around New York City, jumping off like, the Empire State And building. he knows, like, yeah, and he knows, like, everything from every character he's played. He's got, like, Ezio's ability to do this and, like, yeah. Altier's ability to do that. Like, I've been super dope. Like, I would have, like, being a, I would have bought that game, like, the special edition, like, the statue that you oh. never, that you always end up, like, losing somehow. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. All right, but that, we'll go back. We're going to go back to, like, the, uh, how Ubisoft, to me, is like usually known for like their cookie cutters, like their Assassin's Creed and their Far Cries, and kind of how like they're cookie cuttering like the the games out. Like my next game I'm going to talk about was Far Cry because it's very similar to Assassin's Creed, where it looks like it takes what the last few Far Cry games have done and just puts them in, like does them better. Like kind of doesn't Far Cry doesn't really the new Far Cry doesn't isn't like Assassin's Creed where it redesigns it from the ground up. But I think what what Far Cry Five is doing is taking all of what Far Cry 4 and 3 did and then making it good. Like the co-op is back, like the setting looks like stupendous, the story like the Far Cry 3, the Far Cry 3 story was like one of the best stories in video games for me. Um, they're just kind of like, this scene kind of just seems like the peak Far Cry as far as like at least what I saw out of the game and the, what I had coming out of it. I don't know if you guys watched that at all, but um, the, what I would like kind of say like Far Cry 5 feels like a cookie cutter but like far cry 5 is just like a really good chocolate chip cookie and assassin's creed is like the oatmeal raisin but like <laughs> but like assassin's creed is like this oatmeal raisin is like a new recipe and like with but like it's still oatmeal raisin and this is just like a really good chocolate chip cookie like they have good diva chocolate and that shit <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but it's still a cookie. It's the same cookie. It's just like they did it a little bit better in different ways. But yeah, I, I, did you guys watch the Far Cry Five stuff at all? It's like in Montana, and like you, you're the big bad guys, like a head of like a religious cult, like a Christian religious cult. It seems like really fucking cool. Yeah, I remember it just like bits and pieces. Like I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Yeah, same uh, here. I mean, the Far Cry games aren't normally, like, pretty good. Like you said, they consistently, like, at least improve themselves. Yeah. They don't just, like, rehash over and over completely. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, they're likable by, like, all ages. Like, even my dad likes the Far Cry games. Ever since, yeah. like, uh, like Xbox 360, when they started, like, 
giving out like games for like gold members or whatever and like he got like far cry like two and stuff like he even started loving those games yeah it was far cry far cry they just i don't know they, a lot of times they just nail it they nail a feel you know what i mean i like it big fan uh next game uh that i'm thinking of is oh we're talking about uh combat right like uh, uh in uh, the thieves see if thieves how like a lot of times that's like a make or break um Absolver. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of this game, but Absolver. That looks one like, I don't. You do not know. I I don't think Brad knows. Like most people don't know about this game. I just want to talk about it quick. Uh, since you got neither of you guys don't really have a shout out, I'll try to make it quick. Uh, it's a PvPVE game. It's like a player versus player versus. Uh, but it's made by. Uh, this is why I wish Scott was here because I know he's a big like MMA. I like the fight dudes guy. But this is designed by multiple martial artists, and you can. You create your own combos based off of four different styles. You have four different styles you can pick from after your D-pad, and then each style you can do different combos in. So, like, the only way to learn what the other player you meet, what they do, is to study them while you're fighting them and try to use, like, feints and dodges to see their fighting style, and then you can do counters and stuff like that. And, like, you can fight other people you see or link up together and then fight bigger things like other monsters in the area. Uh, so I think this is, like, the future of fighting mechanics in games. This to be able to not necessarily, like, unlock new items that just make your attacks better, but to unlock new ways to fight with different styles so you have different ways to approach different enemies. And if the game is designed good enough, you can... Have it so, obviously, if you're good at a certain style, it'd be better versus this enemy. And it, it would force you to be, like, a malleable fighter in each situation. And I think that'd be pretty cool. But, since you guys really haven't, you haven't really seen the game, you really haven't yeah. seen it, so... From but what you're sounding like, it does, like, you're saying, if it, they can actually master this, right? Like, playing the UFC games or whatever on, like, the Xbox... The controls are just so clunky half the time and everything. Yeah, yeah. But. yeah. If they if they nail this fighting style, you're gonna see my prediction. If you guys want to look it up, uh, just like YouTube, the Absolver after this, um, like listeners and you guys, I think this is the future of fighting. If they nail it, or if somebody looks at it and goes, "Oh, I know why this didn't work," and they can incorporate it into their game with a good story and good gameplay, I think that's like the future, like. Where everything like people are steal like they did the Devil May Cry or they steal the combo system and stuff like that. This is this is yeah. gonna be stolen like for for like next five six years. Um. So let's see. Let's move on. See, oh, fighting. Uh, what do you guys think of the Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Do you guys like that game? Does that look cool to you guys? You guys, Dragon Ball it fans. It looks interesting. I mean, like who isn't? But yeah, right. Honestly, it looks interesting, but I'm kind of skeptical that I'm going back to like a more like classical like fighting approach yeah. for it i'm just not sure how it's gonna feel have compared you, to like what they've been doing yeah have you watched like good players play it it looks really cinematic like it looks like a like a car like cartoon because of the way that you can like follow up combos and it changes like perspectives it's 2d but the way it's animated it's 3d like it just kind of shifts without it falling into a cutscene. i like the way it does that it's really yeah. interesting um, that's why I'm kind of like I feel like I'd have to play it before I like can right. form like a proper opinion on it. Yeah, it looks like it could either be cheesy and dumb, or it could be like, "Whoa, this is the next cool fighting game." <laughs> like, like yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Um, 
Brad, anything to say about that one before we move on? Nothing really. Nothing? I got something actually. If Go ahead. You aren't, if you guys yeah. didn't have it on your list, the game for the PS4, Hidden Agenda. Oh, you what's guys that? Seen anything about that? No. It, it's um, it's kind of like a party game, more so, kind of like um, charades ish kind of a thing. But like you're it, it's like a clue based game. Like you guys are like trying to solve like this mystery, like who killed who, kind of a stuff like that. And, like, you're not supposed to give away your inf- intel. Like, you find, like, a hidden clue about, like, someone in the group. Like, you can play it off your phone and everything. So, it's, like, oh. it's a really different style game. Like, it makes you think about what you want to do next. Because it's, like, if they find out, like, you're onto them, they'll stop you or something like that kind of a thing. So, it's a really different style of a game and i think like i said it'll be like more so like having a bunch of friends over and having a party and playing yeah. that game kind of a thing that sounds dope that sounds pretty cool yeah. yeah i would definitely do that it's like definitely something you just play with like all the people like that came over and they're like oh what the hell do you do now well i got this game and like just bust it out you exactly know? yeah it seems like uh, a lot of developers are going back towards that like party style game ever since like the recent Friday the 13th game. It seems like a lot of people are realizing, oh, that's a market people are still interested oh, in. Oh, yeah. People still have friends. What? Like, <laughs> I just found that so weird that to this day, like, people just, like, forget that we like other people. Like, there's, like, so little <laughs> co-op games. It's insane. Like, there's... Because well, it's all a bit multiplayer-based anymore now, it feels like. They're yeah. just throwing a shitty campaign game in and like there's going to be a big multiplayer game or it's just mainly going to be a big multiplayer game like the call of duty games as of lately and everything yeah come I on just... rob people don't have friends remember when halo took out lan <laughs> oh yeah right not <laughs> speaking of uh i think it's a ps4 game i think it's x or maybe it's xbox exclusive i don't know but there's a couch, new couch co-op game where i could play with my freaking friends uh it's called a, a way out uh, it's like a prison escape, and you play two vastly different roles in a prison escape. So one guy's in the prison, and like he's gotta like do th- and it's split screen. This is what's so crazy. So there's one guy like in the prison, and he's gotta like do prison shit. And another guy is his friend, and he's visiting him in prison, and he's got like a completely different side. And eventually, like you got, he's gotta both do separate things, and eventually come together. And you gotta do other stuff, like like you gotta do back to back wall climbing and all kinds of other weird stuff, and like. It's, like, really timing-based. Like, one of you has to distract a guard because, like, you're not actually a part of, like, the a prisoner and while well, the other guy sneaks behind him. It looks really cool. I don't know if you guys saw that at all. I, yeah. I think I saw I something about it. that, yeah. What do you think about that, Diver? You sound like you had an opinion. Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, it looks cool. I, like, I feel like it's kind of like one of those games where it's going to – you'll get tired of it after, like, one playthrough yeah. or – yeah, I mean that's the that's the, it, I won't buy it if it's like more than like twenty five bucks. Like I'll buy it for twenty five bucks and play it with like one of my like I'll play it with Zach or or uh, my my little brother or my friend Nick. Like those. Yeah, are it just with. it comes off like the same like like type of game as like uh, Outlast for me, where it's like you're gonna play it once and you're just yeah. like never gonna touch it again. Right. Outlast is terrifying. It takes you seven hours to get through that because it's so fucking scary. <laughs> At least for me, Diver, you probably have bigger balls than me. So, well, obviously. Uh, have you seen? Um, so is, it, uh, is that Days Gone By? Is that the? Oh, new... Days Gone. Oh, yeah, Days God, Gone. Yes. Yeah. The one that uses the Last of Us engine. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. 
Have you seen that one? Yeah, actually, that I, looks... I, did, I did see that one. That does look pretty sweet. Like, the whole, like, trying to sabotage other camps and stuff like that. Yeah, it feels like, it has, like, a very Walking Dead tone where, like, yeah, there's oh, zombies, yeah. but people are the bad guys. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. exactly. I love that they, like, made, it seems like they made so many things, like, actually interactable. Like, they kind of, like, took from a couple of recent games, like, the last Rainbow Six that came out and stuff, where, like, you can, like, most of the walls and stuff seem interactable. Like, you can yeah. set up traps and, like, all this other stuff. Yeah, the traps and, like, and the stealth look really good. I agree. Oh, my God. Did you did you see the end of the trailer? Like, that oh, was, like, the, the best. Bear? Like yeah. the zombie bear just rolling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the traps and stuff are all stuck on it, and it's just like standing there. He's like, "Don't make a sound," and dude <laughs> kicks over a can. Like, oh my! God. <laughs> I think that's a pretty cool aspect. Like, you have the zombies, you have the other factions that you're fighting off against, and then you also have wildlife and zombie wildlife and stuff like that. I think that's a pretty cool feature into the game. Yeah, I agree. I'm yeah. like really excited to see how that that plays like every interaction is going to be like holy shit there's like it, so many ways that this can go wrong <laughs> is that is that a cross-platform game no, or is it only only? ps4 exclusive that's why i thought okay that's why you knew about it so many good, uh, ps4 <laughs> i told you i have a list of five ps4 exclusives i'm super hyped about that's one of them so uh, other, dude come on childhood memories crash bandicoot coming back out no, you guys are you guys both excited for that? I I like oh, it. Yeah, are you? Yeah. I love. It. I played the third one. Like, I played the shit out of the third one. That was like unfortunately the only one I ever played and the only one I ever owned. But I have fun. less than ten minutes of uh, game time across all Crash Bandicoot games. So, well, except for <laughs> I take that back. I played like the little mini game one with my girlfriend a couple months ago. I played the first one for four hours at like my cousin's birthday party. I like kicked a kid off of it, and I was like, "All right, we're gonna take turns." <laughs> When you die, I play. When I die, you play. And I just didn't die, and I just played for four hours, and the kid just left. And it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I had something to do for four hours while I, my family, I hung out with my crappy family. But um, uh, what do you guys think about the other zombie game? Did you guys see that one, The State of Decay 2? What do you think about that? You guys see that at all? I did not see that one, no. I kind of remember. Like, I know I watched it, but it didn't leave too much of an impression on me. Yeah, so, like, the trailer kind of sucked. I'm not going to lie. When I watched the trailer, I was like, this looks like every other dumb zombie game. Because it didn't really do a good job of explaining to you what the game was about. And so I, like, did some more research. I was like, why would I care about this game, you know? And it seems actually really interesting because um, it's like SimCity meets, uh, I don't know, every other zombie game. So, like, there's lots of zombies and, like, Left 4 Dead-type zombies and, like, special zombies and stuff like that. Um, but you kind of, while you're adventuring, you have this, like, home base, right? That you go back to and you, like, buy, like... Like, so you need, like... You, if you don't buy stuff there, like, you build your own village. So you, like, plant food and you, like... Like, have the irrigation system you have to make. And while you're out on these adventures to get more stuff, you run into more survivors. And so you add these, if you can save the survivors, they come back to your community. And you can, and every community member has different things. So, like, this guy, Matt, could be like, 
an action choreog- like a choreographer, so he knows how to fight really well. The problem is he's a fucking uh, snorer. So like now everybody has a hard time sleeping and they're not as effective. So like, do you want to keep that guy around, right? And like, you can play co-op and you can have like multiple people that you're friends with play each of the survivors that are in your camp, and you can go out in adventures and get more shit and bring it back and add more people and make your camp bigger. And like, the bigger your camp is, the like the better you are or whatever. And it seems kind of cool. Like you could like create your own civilization amongst the ruins of like zombie world you know i don't know that seems interesting to me that sounds pretty interesting but uh rob i'm just gonna cut in here and say that uh if this is your camp you're not kicking me out i don't care how loud i'm snoring and keeping <laughs> everyone up dude <laughs> i like diary you're totally the guy that's getting kicked out because you snore too loud that is definitely <laughs> you or like or like diary you're definitely also the guy that like be like all right diary Go. Your job is to get turnips. We just need turnips, right? And you'd be like, I don't need no goddamn turnips. What do you need turnips for? And then he'd be like, Dibri, just go get the turnips. And then you'll like, just not do anything, and we'll have to kick you out anyway, because you just like have a complete problem with authority. I won't deny this. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your turnips. Like, it wouldn't be turnips. It'd be like something useful. But Dibri wouldn't want to get it because like, I don't know where to get that stuff and you just wouldn't do it but i hate you but i but <laughs> i would i would i would trust you in a zombie fight so there's that that's the only reason why i keep you along okay thank you <laughs> thank you i appreciate that much i would trust you in a zombie fight i would let you like wield a big axe and just start chopping down zombies in your diary rage oh baby you know yeah <laughs> uh, speaking of go ahead big axe the god of war yeah, dude. New trailer that looked pretty sweet. I mean, granted, they, they're kind of like milking out this franchise anymore now, but right. that game looks phenomenal, in my it, opinion. It looks like they have a story Agreed. for it, at least. Like they tried to like yeah. do something with it. It's a very intimate looking story, which is different for God of War, which I think yeah, is exactly. Cool. And the uh, the animations look really great. That's something that I really oh, yeah. took away from that. Like it's action packed, like the old ones. But the animations are so much more visceral, and like it looks like the attacks connect a little more, like, 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 like the sword hits him, and like they react to it yeah. in a believable way compared to the old yeah. ones, where like you just slice at random enemies, and they would all do yeah. the same generic like back flinch, and then like orbs would come out. It looks a little more intense than that, so I'm looking forward to that game too. That's a big. I'm buying into the hype on that one. Yeah, that and then the Uncharted. Hard. Sorry, go ahead, Ivory. Oh no, you're okay. I, I don't know if you guys ever played much of the any PS3 games back in the day, like the Uncharted I didn't series. See, I didn't see any of the trailers for the new ones. So what's the new one even about? Like I know because I know the Nathan Drake stuff's over, right? Yeah, Nathan Drake's done. This is just kind of like a whole new story. Like I'm not too familiar with the story yet. I haven't really looked too much into it. Just the trailer of it. Just it still has the Uncharted feel to it, and um. You're just, it feels. I think you're playing as a female character, actually, if I'm not mistaken. That's cool. So yeah, they're actually getting the uh, female or women more involved in the community and everything yeah. now too. So like that. That. there's a big portion of female gamers out there, and you know they need they need heroes too. Like, well, they like th- they like those kind of games too, where it's just a single co-op yeah. and yeah, freaking sure. violence will come on or go on Twitch and just play that game till yeah. she beats it twice or three times or whatever. 
Yeah, and like my girlfriend likes stuff like that too. She, she likes games that they're not simple. They're hard enough that you can figure them out, but they're yeah. adventurous. Like they give you the thrill of well, adventure, and that's what's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. That's one thing I liked about the Uncharted games. Like yeah, you're running around from point A to point B, and like killing stuff or killing enemies and stuff. But at the same time, when you're running from point A to point B, you have to go to point C or point D. To figure out these puzzles just to unlock the door to go through point b kind of yeah. thing it's makes you use your mind kind of a thing it's yeah. really awesome and it makes it makes the the linear maps feel bigger even though they're not and i think it's really exactly. good it's just really good game design yeah uh so uh like god of war um so like i was kind of thinking so did you guys like that did you guys think about that spider the other beat up like the spider-man game did you guys see anything like about that that looks kind of good yeah, I mean, I think... it's the big hype about it just looks like it's the first like really actually like open world like that. Yeah, I liked the Spider-Man <sighs> game for Xbox and PlayStation Two, where was that was open world, and I like the old like the OG PS One Spider-Man. You guys remember that? That game was a blast. Oh yeah, I I think I played a demo of that like a lot, but yeah. I don't know if I ever should play the real game of it. So it looks like a marriage of those two. I, I mean, it looks really good, but here's the two problems I have with both Spider-Man and God of War. It's 2017, and we still have QuickTime events. That drives me fucking nuts. They're not fun. Do you guys like QuickTime events? I've never liked them. Like, yeah. I feel like you can do what those QuickTime events do, like, with just the normal buttons. Like, you know, like, all right, in this situation, like, let me control my character. You know what I mean? Like, like if something's getting thrown at me like crazy, like a giant fucking... Uh, like skyscraper piece, like a, what are those called? Like a tena. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. It's like getting thrown <laughs> at me. Like, why can't my Spider-Man like be? Like, why can't I just be like, oh, Spider-Man should probably jump in this situation. I'll hit X to jump over it, right? Why do I have to be slowed down and be like, all right, hit X now? And like that—that takes me out of the experience. It makes me feel like I'm in a video game. Or, but like, if you just have me like be part of the game, be like, oh shit, I gotta jump over this fucking thing, and you just like mash X as fast as you can because that's like the reaction you should have, like, and you do it, you're like, whoa, it gives you an adrenaline rush. It's completely different. Yeah. Like that's how I feel. Like I feel like there's a way to get those moments off through the mechanics, and it would be better off for game design in general. I think we should get rid Actually, of quick time. Go ahead, Jagger. Actually, there's a, another game I kind of want to talk about that actually looks like it does get rid of it. Uh, I don't know if you want to move on yet or not. Yeah, go ahead. I was just ranting. Uh, the Shadow of Colossus remake, it looks oh. like everything's going to be done and like they took out like any quick time events. Everything looks like it's just going to be like real time for that's like brilliant. movements and everything. Yeah, like, cool. did you watch the trailer for that? Yeah, I, and I watched it and I was like, oh, it looks, it looks. What the remaster is so good as far as looks, as it looks like I remembered it in my head, but even though it's clearly not that way, like that's how you know they did a good faithful remake. Like as far as art design, that's the one thing that popped out at me. Like it's way more detailed, but that's how I imagined it kind of when I was playing it. And another thing too is like the, it looks so fluid compared to the other one. Like exactly, yeah, it looks so. It just looks like. I don't know, the animations are better. I don't know if it's because they get more frames per second out of it or they just went back and completely redid the animations. But it looks gorgeous. Like, I love it. I've yeah, seen some about it. gameplay of it. Yeah, it does look really good. I've never played the game in my myself back in the 360 yeah. PS3 days. but And that's, and that's like probably the perfect time to play it now. If you've never played it before, I might as well check it out now when it's, like, saucy as hell, right? Like, that's the yeah. way I would see it. Uh, did you guys see Wolfenstein? That looks like... 
over the top. Wolfenstein to me looks uh crazy. I mean, it's it's like really over the top. Like you were like grabbing Nazis by the head and like punching their heads off and like dueling machine guns and blowing them to pieces. And there's like giant robot dogs that shoot fire because it's like in the weird like Nazi winning future. And like this dog, these Nazi robot dogs are setting shit on fire and like. It's bonkers. It's, like, really brutal. Like, and people are kind of complaining on the internet. Like, oh, aren't we a little bit past, like, killing people? Like, Nazis were people, too. And it's like, man, there is nothing more, like, video game than killing Nazis. Like, if we can't kill Nazis, what can we kill? Like, really. Like, to me, I'm a pretty moral guy, but Nazis are, like, the, like, definition of human evil, right? Like, if, if you'd believe in that. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I don't know. You know you... what the problem is? Is the new generation didn't grow up on Indiana Jones. They're just not used to the concept. Right? They're not used to watching Nazis face melt. Like we're just—that's just what we grew up with. So, um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, I what do you guys? One what's your really, guys' really big game? I want to talk about. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, wait, Brad. Did you have something you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, Brad. First? No, you—you you can go ahead. You can go ahead first, Jeremy. All right, so the next one is the one I'm most hype about. I don't even know if you saw this, Rob. Yeah. But Gundam versus what? No, I didn't see this. Has, yep, it's a 3D fighter, like full scale. Uh, every single Gundam like that's ever been in a series no is way. available to be used. Like all the different color scheme ones and everything. Like in uh, America, like I can buy yeah. this in America. I don't have to buy like the bootleg Asian version, like I do with all the other Gundam games. Right. That's awesome. And uh, it, it's like a you know fighting like shooter. It's 3D. It's going to be like open battlefields, but they incorporated like fighting game tech into it. Like there's tech canceling. You can change combos Whoa. based on like tech canceling and everything. Like based on what people are doing, you can cancel like animations and like like you can actually react to what everyone does basically. That's dope. And like that's just something I'm so hype about. I <laughs> I love Gundam. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big honestly Diary. You can hate me all you want right now. I've never seen Gundam, actually. That's probably one of the biggest things I want to watch right now, actually. The Gundam series in general. I, I love mean, like, I think I've loved it. I there's don't so think many I've, different yeah. ones you'd have to... Like... I, I started with I, Gundam I, Wing, and then I went from there. But I've, yeah. I don't think there was a Gundam that I didn't enjoy at some level. Like Even like G Gundam, which was really weird, I still got into. Because it was kind of yeah, G Gundam cool. was hilarious, though. I still, yeah. I still loved it. I'm going to give you a burning finger, Diary. Yeah, huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, I know you guys, we were all Halo guys and everything back in the day. Yeah. What's your guys' take on World War II? The new Call of Duty coming out. Didn't even watch it. Really? I, I... I go ahead. I think, like, I was actually watching the multiplayer of it. It looks like they've actually completely reorganized or restructured the game yet again, kind of like the Assassin's Creed Origins kind of a thing. Yeah. I yeah. think like that's actually I'm actually kind of really hyped for that right now. To be I'm as hyped with you. As, I'm as hyped as my brain will allow me to be for a Call of Duty game at this point in my yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Call of Duty every year they come out with a new one kind of a thing, right. blah, blah blah blah. But this right. one, like, it's going back to the old World War II. I'm like, I'm glad we kind of got that break from all the World War II. Yeah. Call of Duty games, mm-hmm. but now we're back into it. It's like 
I hear actually the story is supposed to basically take place during D-Day, pretty much the whole entire campaign, like yeah. that whole entire fight. I'm pretty like excited. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this because it's our re- first revisit to World War Two with like the new tech. Like we've got World War One yeah. with Battlefield One, but like we're gonna go back to like just like Dunkirk is like all right. I think it's been a while since we had a good World War Two movie. Like everybody's kind of like we can go back to like one of the most classic themes in American history and culture is World War Two, and like I guess world culture all, like also. But like America really likes World War Two because we just love to paint ourselves as the heroes, even though we didn't yeah. do a whole lot. But whatever. Um, like but anyway. Like, there's that D-Day, like you said, and that's, like, iconic as hell, and we get to see, like, oh, yeah. even more, like, a visceral version because the graphics are so good. Um, and then, but, like, you can say for multiplayer, or just the way the gameplay, they've revamped it, it looks like they've, like, we're like, all right, we're done with, like, this, like, it seems like Call of Duty was going to, like, the gimmicky route, like, here's a new gimmick, like, we're going to have wall running, and the next year we're going to have, like, glitching through walls, and then year we're going to have like laser beam guns like you know what i mean like they just keep yeah. doing something new and now they just went back to the roots they went back to what they did well they were going the boots in the ground they figured out like they're, they're, they refined all their classes system so like every class now is different and it, like all that stuff and i'm really excited for that to just like get that pure call of duty experience again uh that and a, a modernized version of that because, you know, even though they released a Modern Warfare 4 or uh, a Call of Duty 4 Modern yeah. Warfare, like, even yeah. though they re-released it, you could see it's aged a little bit. Like, the oh, we've, yeah. we've, we've got, like, yeah, it's that classic experience, but other games have done some things better. And I think it looks like it's, we're going to get the best of both of those worlds of World War II, and that's why I'm excited for it. Yeah. I, um, I don't remember what the game mode is, but, like, they were playing like this one game mode where it looked exactly like um an Overwatch kind of a game type thing, where like you have to go to like point A and yeah, or the attacking team has to capture point A and then it'll move on, yeah. or the defending team has to move back and everything. Yeah, Battlefield. Like had I that think recently. that's yeah, I think that's a pretty cool effect in the Call of yeah. Duty. Like it's a new aspect to it. I think they they can do a decent job with it and yeah. whatnot, but. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that too. That just it just looks good. It looks cinematic. It looks fun. It looks like it's just back to being what Call of Duty was. It's a cinematic, like milky or silky smooth experience. You know, yeah. um, I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, Are they making this cross platform? Like, as in, like Xbox One players can play with PC and PlayStation Four gamers? Because I okay. know that they're trying to really incorporate that into so, some Call of here's, Duty games. Here's the bad news. Xbox said, "Hey, we're open to we're gonna we're." Uh, I don't know if they're gonna do PC and Xbox. Um, I know they're they're thinking about it, but they, they know there's that big balance gap because of auto aim on the Xbox and then the yeah. mouse and keyboard that's pretty much superior in a way on PC. Um, and they're having problems with that, but Microsoft said, "Hey, we are completely okay with PS4." playing with us like we want that to happen and you know they interviewed the ps4 guy and he the ceo or whatever and he was like nah not gonna happen and they're like well well why not he's like oh we just we have a responsibility to our shareholders and it's like what the fuck dude the gamers you know what the gamers want 
the gamers want to play with their shitty friends who bought a PS4 instead of an Xbox. Like, that's what we want. Like, yeah. we, we, we just want to play with our friends. If you let us play with your friends, we're going to buy more games. We're going to, like, software is what makes your shit work, right? Like, yeah. and I just guess they don't want to deal with that. They would rather try to sell their exclusives, which I think oh, yeah. is awful. I'm not a big fan of exclusives. Um, yeah. Never have been. I think that's the worst thing that happened to, like, console wars was, like, timed exclusives that were just exclusives in general. It's just so shitty that one gamer, you have to spend $400 to pay to play the correct version of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. unethical as far as, like, consumers go. But what's your feeling on that, Diary? Uh, I like that it pushes some teams that actually develop. It, it, it does push some of these companies to, like, actually put more effort into it because they only have to focus on one. Yeah. Like platform to like make it for, but right, right. you know, like you said, I like, and it's kind of weird saying I don't like exclusives considering we're coming from a Halo background and all. Yeah. <laughs> but, but wouldn't it be cool to like, as like, I would, like, I never had a problem with, with Microsoft being like, you know what, PS4 guys, you can have Halo 2. And I'd be like, cool, I don't give a shit. Like, I never cared about that. I never cared about having the best system. I just wanted to play the right. games that were good, you know? I just how I felt. Especially, no, I agree with you on that. I mean, back in the day, it made sense because the Xbox was more powerful than the PlayStation and the PS. Like, we just kept getting games more powerful. But now we've plateaued. The Xbox is pretty close to the PS4. The X, the even the Xbox One X is still pretty close to the uh, PlayStation 4 Pro. Like, we are pretty close. Like, we've pretty much plateaued. There's nowhere to go affordably with technology. You know what I mean? It's just the same shit. So just give us the same shit. It doesn't make sense. Um, what do you guys think about the Xbox One X? Have you seen anything about that stuff? You guys buy it into it or or no? I I'm, honestly, I'm done with the consoles. Yeah, I, so I honestly don't barely play my Xbox enough, so I'm not gonna go sell my Xbox One just to get the new One S or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've I thought about it, and you know, it's not a terrible price point. To get 4K, there's no PC that you can get 4K for 500 bucks, and that's pretty good deal for 4K. If you want to jump into the new, the new fad, the new resolution, you know, kind of like do Xbox. You have a 4K TV, or right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like that, you already need one. Like that, we ran into that same problem when Xbox 360 came out. Like, oh, it's 1080p, and everyone's like, well, do you have a 1080p TV? And I'm sitting there with my fucking tube TV, like, no, uh, but <laughs> you know what I mean. But like, uh, it's I compatible. Right, but I think eventually in a couple of years we'll be a little bit more open to getting it, like because 4K TVs, like you can get a 50 inch 4K TV now for 300 bucks. Like, oh yeah, I mean, you can get a 4K Vizio 60 inch TV with internet and everything for like 800 bucks. Yeah, or, no, 600 bucks or something like that. Yeah, so. it's pretty affordable. Like the ceiling isn't as high as it used to be for that kind of technology. So I think in like three, four years. We'll see more 4K systems, like, or more 4K systems being sold. Like the PS4 Pro will probably start selling more, and the Xbox One X will start selling more. But right now, I think it's going to be a the first couple of years is going to be a rocky road. I don't think they're going to sell as well. It's going to be a real premium. I'm not going to buy one, and I'm a big gamer. Like, I haven't missed a new console release in a long time because I've always had the money, and you know, at least at the right times. And m my brother and I, there's no way that between the two of us, we're going to be able to afford $500 to drop right away. 
But like in a couple of years from now, everybody started starting to get the pressure like, oh, there's a new Halo, there's a new like this game. Like when the games start coming out there, really pushing 4K. Maybe even like if Destiny 2 is released for 4K in the future for Xbox One X, I'll be like, all right, I'll check it out. But we'll see. You guys buying the Destiny 2 at all? If I do, I'll probably get it on the computer, actually. Yeah, I think Because with Blizzard, with Blizzard working with it and everything, I think it's going to be a good yeah. uh, computer game and everything. So I don't know. Are they working with the consoles or no? I don't no, know. No, no, they don't. They don't work between each other. So. Same, for the same reasons that uh, Call of Duty won't. I'll probably get both just because Zach will get conned into getting the one for the console and we get, like, game share. So we'll have both. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably buy the one for the PC because it'll be the better one. That's pretty much what happened to me in Overwatch. I have both just because of the same reason. But I mean, obviously, me me being a World of Warcraft player, I mean, look at World of Warcraft. That game's been running for 13, 14 years, and it's like pretty much crisp still and everything. Destiny has, I think, Destiny has potential to be that good. It's just oh yeah, exactly. There's so many things with better graphics. Yeah, with better graphics. (laughs) Yeah, much better graphics. It's crazy. Like I think Destiny has the potential to be a really good game. I just have Bungie's track record, especially this version of Bungie, that's a little bit gutted, or let's be honest, really gutted. Like that's kind of like they just make a lot of really dumb mistakes that add up to one really annoying piece of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's just been their calling card since like Halo, like Halo Three. Like all right, let's have. Let's do this, all this really cool shit, but let's make the bullets go over the place. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, why? Why would you do something like that? Like, why would you take something that was so cool and just ruin it? And like, because we wanted to. Like, you know, they did that for because Destiny. Fuck also. you, Rob. That's why. Yeah, they did that with <laughs> Destiny, like Destiny, also on Halo Reach. And they just did that with like every game they've made recent, like in the last ten years. That there's just a bunch of little shit that. Like, anybody who's, like, got a keen eye for game design goes, like, that was never a good idea. Who tested this? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But we'll see. Uh, Destiny's big competitor, though. You guys see this? This Anthem game? It looks almost too good to be true. Have you seen that shit? No. Anthem? I haven't seen Anthem. Uh... You guys gotta look that shit up. It's made by the guys who made um, Mass Effect it's from the writers and like the, the designers of Mass Effect 2, or the original Mass Effect trilogy. Um, and it's like Destiny. It's an open world with like a hub world. And the difference is it's completely open world after you leave like your hub world. And you don't get like a sparrow or anything. You get like a mobile suit. But it's like a it's like the mobile suit, like an exosuit type of mobile suit. Like it can be really bulky or it can be like skin tight, depending on the like, type of like class you want to play like you can be quick and do like sniper stuff or you can be like a big fatty that shoots missiles out of your fucking legs but you get these iron man suits and you literally fly around this open world like iron man like you just like jump off a high spot and just go you just iron man around and like there's like natural weather progressions and like wildlife that like that's like everywhere and like random like quests will pop up you have to do with friends it's very destiny-esque but it has a more like breathing world feel to it like when you play destiny one at least you'd go out into the world and it would just kind of feel like this is something we set up for you to play around in like a sandbox this feels like they threw you into the fucking forest and there's shit to do 
Like that's the difference. And I am, it, it looks so good that it's like you watch it and you're like, this is some fucking kill zone shit or like division shit where like the actual game is going to come out and it's going to be poop compared to this. Like the actual <laughs> game isn't bad, but compared to what you showed us, it is poop. Like I, I'm, that's, that's why I'm not buying into it because it looks too good. That's my problem with it. I have a like, feeling about another game. Is it like what you're trying to say is like it's kind of like those big movies that are hyped that you go see and all the good parts are were actually in the commercials. Yeah, right. Yeah, like oh yeah, <laughs> so like I was like of course you know like <laughs> yeah yeah. What's the game that you feel that way about, Diary? Uh, I don't know if you guys saw anything on it, but it's a shooter called uh, Lawbreakers. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the new Cliffy B production, right? Um, Cliff Blazinski from Gears of War. Yeah, the Gears of War guy. Like he's making that game. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, but well, go ahead. We'll talk about it. But yeah, I know about it. Uh, it's just it's instead of just having like a set area on the map, like the whole maps are completely open. Like a lot of the footage they showed, like you basically move around how you want to move around. Like you can literally like hang underneath the map to like hide for a second, like underneath buildings and like swing around people after they move. And it, yeah. It's like, it seems like one of the most fast paced like shooters that we've seen in a while. Like it kind of seems to have like the same pace of like stuff like quake. Yeah. It's like a quake only the maps really an Island, right? That you can just kind of like float around on like, yeah, anywhere. They're, they're islands and everyone's jumping around and like everything's so active. Yeah. It's, but it's, I feel like it's just not going to live up to it. <laughs> right. I feel like uh, the gameplay, at just, some point, the game good. is too freeform, I think, and it has no direction, and people will just be all over the place chaos. Like, like that's the way the game will play. And I'm sure, like, there will be a meta that evolves around, like, good players, and it'll be fun to watch, maybe, like, an esports type deal. I don't think it'll be a big esport game, because sometimes that's, it can be too chaotic. But I still think it'll be really interesting to watch. It looks fast as hell. And it looks cool. It looks like one of those games that you boot up when you drink too much fucking coffee. Like, you're like, like you just can't sit still and you just want to play something fast and you just want to, like, shoot stuff. Like, I I play the new Doom when I feel like that. Like, ah, I don't feel like thinking. I just want to blow shit up and I have a lot of caffeine and I just want to listen to music loud. I play the newest Doom. I thought that was the the whole reason people play Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, it's the same shit. Like, Call of Duty, like, yeah. but Energy drinks and coffee, I mean. Yeah, same shit. But yeah, you guys have any other E3 games? I'm pretty bare bones on this one. Oh, yeah. You're you're missing one of the big ones. Come I'm, on, Rob. I probably am. What is it? Monster Hunter World? Uh, yeah, you know what? That was the big one that I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Is this like Evolve? Like, what is this? Like, I don't... I don't know. Did you never play any Monster Hunter games or never. anything? I or... Never. I never... I like... I knew they were on, like, PS Vita and PlayStation to PSP. And, like, people really liked them on those platforms. But every time I saw one of those systems, I was like, I am never playing that because I'll never buy one. So mm-hmm. I just never played them. Yeah, it's gonna be like the first big console version, and like, like it looks like, like they did a map on, like literally another wor- open world where like everything's interactive. Like you can shoot down single fruits like off of trees to try to like lure 
Mm. Like whatever you're hunting, it's ah. Uh, that sounds know. that I sounds can't... like a uh, in too good to be true territory. Like I'm gonna shoot down this apple to get this raptor. Like whoa, and like a raptor comes out and you fight him. Right? Is that kind of how it works or what? Yeah, kind of. Hmm. Interesting. The like there's a there's a scene from the trailer where like there's a guy the hunter's like swinging around trying to avoid this like kind of t-rex looking thing and like there's a like a boulder held up by a bunch of vines and he just like shoots down one of the vines and as it's turning running after him like the last vine snaps just in time or there's another point where he there's a like another one of the t-rex looking things chasing him up a mountain right mm-hmm. and like he lures him to like a nest of another creature and like this flying creature just flies up and starts wrecking it like, jesus that sounds pretty cool I'll have to check that out. It's a, that's a PlayStation only game, right? Uh, actually, I think it's going to be cross platform. No way. That's cool. I'm not for that. I'm not going to play that. Any other games? I mean, we have the continued disappointment that is Kingdom Hearts 3 with another trailer with no date. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I haven't cared just, about just Kingdom Hearts. I haven't, yeah. I haven't cared about Kingdom Hearts 3 in so long. Like, I don't think I, I think I stopped caring about Kingdom Hearts when they announced Kingdom Hearts 2.7 HD Remix Double Edition. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I stopped caring around that time. So, I don't know. It's just... Every time they announce a trailer, I just skip to the end and I try to see if there's, a like, a date <laughs> and still nothing. The gameplay looks good, but it looks, like it, it looks like we've had it before. It looks like it just took so long to make that it aged like shit. Like, I don't know. The, the gameplay trailer looks exactly the same as it did two years ago when they first showed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on with that game. Like, what could possibly be taking so long? I don't understand. Uh, I did see an announcement. I don't, I didn't, they didn't show any gameplay, but I did see an announcement for Ace Combat, a new one. Those are games I actually really liked growing up, too, and those are ones I'm kind of excited to see, like, how they do it. I'm a low-key, but... like, super big, like... Uh, jet fighter, like dog fighting guy. I love those things. Yeah. My first ever game, my first ever gamer tag was Ace Pilot Rob. Because I thought it was cool. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> worse than Rob Volver, so. No, it's a, it's a natural progression, Diary, okay? It was Revolver for a very <laughs> long time. And I don't know why Rob Volver sounded good at the time. And I just started using it and stuff, you know? I think it's better than Ace Pilot Rob. That's corny as a motherfucker. It sounds like I wear bomber. <laughs> it sounds like I wear bomber jackets all the time. Like that's what it sounds like. Actually, maybe I should start wearing bomber jackets because they're kind of cool. You gotta get the Top Gun sunglasses. The perfect like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would look like I would look like Moose because I already look like Moose. Like I would just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could just say you're Moose. You just got fat. That's all. I'm fat Moose. Uh, oh god! Uh, what about what about uh, Nintendo games? Metroid Prime Four, you guys like the Metroid Prime games? I always loved those games. I, I like I respect people to play them, but I never got into it personally. The only one I really played was Metroid Fusion back for the Game Boy Advance. I like that game. That's the only Metroid yeah. you played. Period. Well, I mean, I played a couple of the other ones, but I never really did much in them. Yeah. So I never really considered actually playing, or never say that I've actually played them. Metroid Prime. I kept getting stuck. I, if you ever played Metroid Prime, it's like a Metroid game, 
like the Metroid Fusion, but it's first person with like all kinds of crazy yeah, puzzles. Yeah, like for that. the GameCube, right? Right, GameCube. yeah. GameCube, yep. Yeah. Metroid Prime 3 was so fun. And, you know, that was the first one I played, and then I played I like, played it backwards, but 3, 2, 1. Um, but Metroid Prime 3 was one of my favorite. It was like, my brother had a GameCube. I was like, this shit sucks. And then I went to Blockbuster, and I rented that game, because I was like, all right, this is the only game that looks like it's any good in this GameCube. And I put it in. And I lost my entire afternoon and the day after, the day after, the day after. Like, it was one of those games where you didn't expect it to be so good until, like, it charmed you. You know what I mean? You know how, like, you play yeah. a game, you, like, you, like, you watch other people play it, you watch the videos, you're like, what? This game, I don't get it. And then you start playing it, and you're like, whoa, I'm just trapped in this game. Like, I can't so, get like, away. every Elder Scrolls game ever? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Elder Scrolls, like, uh, Wind Waker was like that for me. Also in the GameCube, the Zelda game. I was like, there's no way this Zelda game's gonna be fun. You just fucking sit on this boat, and you just, like, for a long time. But, like, that was, like, half the charm of the game. You were just sailing on your own. Like, you felt alone in, like, this big world. And it was cool. Like, there's this... You sail into some giant storm, and you're like, holy crap. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is like there's certain things about certain games that like charm you, and that was just a charming series, and I'm really excited um, for four. But did you know that a lot of the guys are not even part of their like the original guys who made the first Metroid games aren't part of that group anymore? Guess where they went? They went to Halo, and that's why those enemies we have in Halo Four and Five look like Metroid Prime enemies. I don't know. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah. Prometheans? They're very yeah. Metroid Prime-y. And yeah, look, some of the developers from Metroid Prime came I, over. Now that you say that, it's like glass shattery moment right there. It's like, that does make perfect sense now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're talking about the old open world games. This is probably never going to happen, but like the old Pokemon games, like if they could get like red, blue, gold, silver, just kind of like a big massive world where you have to go through Johto then Kanto and all those regions like on a actually there is, Nintendo console there is a rumored 3D like Pokemon game for the Switch like a yeah. like a like it's not going to be it's not going to be like you're going to go through like all of the regions but it's going to be its own Pokemon game for the Switch you know, yeah. you know like X and Y were or whatever like, yeah. I still think that's a step in the right direction for that, because you'll have all that power, at least. At least yeah. the Switch to create, like, a fun Pokemon world. But, is that, like, that begs the question is, like, does that ruin some of, like, what makes Pokemon good? Because, like, part of it, I feel like, was, like, the and like the small sprite animations that they made. You know what I mean? When it's a big screen version. Yeah. Like, I didn't really like, like, uh, Coliseum or, like... Any of those type of games. The Pokemon Stadium games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than I liked the Game Boy games, you know? Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying any of the, like, 3D ones? Because, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just going to say Pokemon Snap was, like... That's true. Jam. Pokemon <laughs> Snap was a huge disappointment until I started playing it. Like, you play it, and I was like, oh, man, this is a game where I just take pictures of Pokemon. And then you play it, and then you can't stop, and you realize how fucking awesome it is. Like, 
Like, you just, like, do all this weird stuff, like, throw, like, a Pokeball at the right time at a Magikarp, like, send him into, like, a, a waterfall, and out will come a Gyarados. Like, what the fuck? That's so cool. <laughs> like, that's so Back cool. In the ca- uh, chameleon into the fire, and it just evolves. Yeah. And, like, starts roaring as yeah. Charizard. Yeah, that is the coolest shit. I like, uh, like, you throw, like, a, um, a lure ball or whatever, a gas ball or something. A yeah, lure ball, I think, are right? It's like a lure brawl in like the water, and like a slowpoke like puts his tail in the water, and a, like a cloister comes and bites it, and becomes a slowbro. Yeah. Like that's so cool. Like that was cool as shit. That was one of the coolest things. Like that, like really immersed you into the Pokemon world really well. I don't, I don't know if I'll pay sixty were, bucks for it, but what? All ahead. those levels were so much fun up until you got to the final level with Mew, and you could never get a goddamn picture of it. Yeah. Fuck that! <laughs> Fuck that thing. <laughs> like the only good picture I ever got of Mew was like like his constellation. <laughs> like yeah. that's the only one I ever got. Uh, what what other what other games come out? Anything else, guys? I'm like super. I'm already dead. Like my list is gone. I finished it. Most of the stuff is just like ports, like the battlegrounds port, and ah, uh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, wait, Ori. no, Ori, Ori and, and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that too. Ori's really good. Oh. The first one was awesome. Super big sleeper. Yeah, the trailer for the new one just looks absolutely astounding. Like, it looks like it's going to be, like, just really beautiful. Game. Yeah, we're already, we're, like, as we're talking about charm, it's one of the most charming side-scrolling action puzzle game things that I ever played. It was really good. Especially around the, like, that came out around the time where there was a lot of those that came out that were really good. Um... What else was really good at the time that was like that? I can't even think. Child of Light, that game was really fun. I guess yeah, if you ever played yeah. that. Um, uh, the sequel, like the, not the sequel, but like the same game that the guys who made Bastion. You guys have played Bastion, right? Oh yeah, I have Bastion. Yeah, yeah Bastion's amazing. <laughs> so the guys who made Bastion came out with Transistor around that same time. That was another game that like blew my mind. You guys ever played that? No. Yeah, that's... There's a lot of games from that time frame where just right. We're like they just like they nailed really old traditional styles of games with just like they sent like a couple curveballs here and there with like game design and just tons of good art design and music design and you just fell in love like get every little frame that you're in and it's so cool. So many games like that recently. Like- there was even one called like Rogue Legacy that was just like a yeah. little like science. Like those early games were just all fun at that time. Shovel Knight too. Shovel Knight came out there around the same time. Yep. All that shit yep, did. That's right. So that was like the renaissance of the side screen, side screen scroller again. And then they just went back to. It's like, I feel like game designers like just like, oh yeah, this worked. Ha <laughs> ha. Like we're gonna do this. Oh, let's go back to these AAA titles that are boring the shit out of everybody. You know what I mean? Like, they keep doing that. Like, let's make a giant multiplayer game. Oh, we've been asking for a co-op game for the last, like, ten years. What are you going to make one of those? Wow, the forecast, financial forecast doesn't really include it. And you're like, what does that mean? Just give us what we want. <laughs> like, it takes, like, three seconds to go on Reddit and be like, oh, this is what they want. Like, that's it. Like, it's not hard. I don't get it. What? Well, it's just like yeah, Facebook. I, Why the hell aren't they getting that damn dislike button that everyone's begging for for the last 10 years? We have years? every other reaction. <laughs> I've got a pride reaction, but I don't have a dislike reaction. Like, <laughs> I I appreciate pride, but dislike is like a very common thing that everybody does. We all hate everything on the internet. Like, we should just get a dislike button. 
I don't need a dislike button. I have my gifts. That's true. <laughs> either, yeah, you give us a dislike button or make gifts more accessible on all platforms. That's the only other thing I can think of. Uh, there's not really any other games I could think of right now. Me neither. I'm pretty I mean, fresh out of games. Player unknown battlegrounds going to the consoles. That's yeah, about yeah, the but... other big hype thing, really. Do you guys always find it's weird that like certain things, like certain like specifically like, well, games like it's super late to the party. Like Player Unknown was like really big, and I was kind of like falling off a little bit. The other console's like, hey, us too, and everybody's like, yeah, like. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Rocket League on the Switch, same yeah, thing. Yeah, same thing, right. Like, Rocket League was huge, and then it's like, eh. Like, this guy was saying with uh, uh, Battlegrounds, they're actually going to incorporate two new maps, but it's like they got to fix these bugs first in the first map and everything. Yeah. But yeah, that, the game's still an be- incomplete game. Like, wh- I would never pay for a console game if I was told it was a beta game. Yeah. Right. I think it's supposed to come, I think the full release is next year, early next year. No, dude. Okay, let me tell you right now. All of these survival games, like all these little battle royale games, they always say that they're gonna have a full release, and they never even get to that point. Yeah. It's always gonna be a testing phase for like the next four or five years, and then it's gonna fall off, and people are gonna forget yeah, about it. Yeah, because it was a fad. It's a fad. That's what it is right now, and now it's gonna fall apart. We all. Know it's already it. actually falling apart. Yeah. I mean, hardly anybody really watches it on Twitch anymore. You have to be. Yeah. Like. I, I mean, mean, you still got your main not- streamers that play it, but. It's an oversaturation of the market. Like, Dr. Disrespect is, like, one of the biggest streamers for it, and he, the past, like, week, he's gone back to playing H1Z1 Battle Royale. Like, he just got bored of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, eventually they're gonna get bored of that, too. Like, they're just gonna find something else to play. It's just the way it works. And Scott loves playing that game like crazy, and I can play, like, a few games here and there, but, like, it's just... The same shit. You jump out of a plane, go collect stuff, and oh, I got shot in the head trying to pick up a fucking pistol. Is that cool? I guess I gotta go play another round now or something like that. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you guys have heard me on voice chat before. Like, I'll play with people, but if like I play a game by myself, what I normally do is I'll just find a house, I'll grab like whatever gun is there, and I'll literally go crouch in like the bathtub while I play other games and just listen for someone <laughs> to walk up to the house. Yeah. <laughs> Play Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah, play Hearthstone or play, play League or something. Just wait. And then if I hear it push steps, I'm like, okay, hold on one sec. Let me go take care of this. <laughs> yeah, I just never was able to get into those games. Like, I like them. They're fun. They're interesting. Uh, I just knew. Like, I was so late getting into it. I was like, ah, man. By the time I get good or start to care, it's not going to be cool anymore. And it's going to be a waste of my goddamn time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just always oh, wow. knew. Rob, we don't have five years for you to get good at something, okay? I'm a late bloomer, all right? But when I bloom, it's beautiful. You just got to give me time. Got to give me time. Uh, I don't know. Anything else you guys saw from E3? Uh, Otherwise, I mean, I have some gaming stuff I want to talk about from today. Go ahead. I mean, did you guys see the announcement for the SNES Classic? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. And it's got uh, Star Fox... Star Fox 2 is coming with it. Has so many like great games are gonna be on it. I'm kinda disappointed the list isn't longer. But yeah. like it's gonna have Earthbound, Donkey Kong Country, the first one, not the second or third, unfortunately. Uh it's gonna have Final Fantasy three, you know, kind of like a staple of then Secret of Mana. Like there's some really like longer games that you wouldn't expect them to put on there. And I'm guessing that's why the list is so short. 
Oh, but there's yeah. only going to be like twenty some like twenty one games or something like that. And I'm a bit disappointed. Like I own more than half the games on the list already. So yeah. Kind of debating if it's even worth it for me. I, I remember <laughs> I back know, in the days. I haven't seen the list itself, but when I, I was playing the SNES, I was a huge fan of the Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That game was just so much fun running around and shooting those zombies and that. I heard that wasn't. I heard that wasn't on the list. I, I got super disappointed because I love that game. Yeah, that's not oh, on the list. So sad. I, I, I can give you a list of the games. Give me yeah. a second here. I had it up yeah. before. I was super uh, jacked. So I was super jacked. Contra Three. Oh, I gave so far. Oh yeah. Uh, Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, and Final Fantasy. Uh, F Zero, they had to include. Like, oh yeah, pretty sure no one would have bought it without it because that's like such a huge staple. Yeah. Uh, Kirby Superstar and Kirby's Dream Course seem weird to include. Like Kirby's popular and Kirby games are like kind of sought after, but they weren't really like. Aren't they big in Japan? Like, though? People are obsessed with them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past that has to be included. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, Mega Man X, Secret Mega of Mana, Star, Mega Fox, X, so Star Fox 2, uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah, I did see uh, that. Super Castlevania 4. Nice. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which I'm really glad. I actually really oh, love that man. game. I, was I love that game. It's so fucking hard, though. It's the hardest game I've ever fucking yeah. played. It's so fucking hard. It's fucking... It's the hardest game ever. You beat the fucker, and it goes, Hey! <laughs> Beat it again, you piece of shit! And then you gotta beat it again to beat the game. It's I, when I when I saw that when I beat the game and it told me to beat it again, I quit. I said I refuse. <laughs> it took me like sixteen hours of trying my little ass off because I was a kid, and then I realized this isn't worth it. Nothing is worth this pain. It was pain. <laughs> And then I have to do it twice. <laughs> but it was such a good game, though. It is a really it good game. It was. It was a good game. But fuck that game. At the same time. <laughs> um, then uh, Super Mario Kart. Uh, it was uh, Super, Super Mario, Mario World. Yeah. Super Mario RPG, which is a really great game to include. A lot of people haven't played it. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, Super Metroid is another one they would have been like boycotts if they didn't include it. So obviously. Yeah. Uh, Super Punch Out, another staple, oh, and yeah. uh, Yoshi's Island. Oh, Yoshi's Island. And that's dope. all. That's all the games, though. That's not yeah, a big like one. this. That's not a big really library. Good list, but it's, it's a good list. It's it's not huge, but it's good enough. You know what I mean? So, uh, any other gaming news? Do we have any sports news? I have sports news. A little bit of it. Go for Lonzo Ball goes number two overall to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, uh, both, yeah. Well, the, as we speak, Lavar Ball is on WWE. He just came in. I, I did see that. I did yeah. see or heard rumors that he was potentially going to be on WWE. Yeah, as we speak, he comes in. He just starts, and like in the middle of the this. What's even bigger heel move is he comes in the middle of a WWE and blows up Twitter. While the NBA award show is going on, basically saying "fuck the NBA award show," I'm big. My son's than not going to be there till next year. He's going to win three championships for the Lakers in one season. Right? <laughs> ridiculous. You guys, you guys, ridiculous. But at the same time, he's still awesome because you can't stop talking about him. Like he's doing his job. He's marketing the shit out of all his stuff. 
Like I honestly cannot talk about him because I don't give two shits about the guy. Right. The goddamn media is just constantly covering him. It's like I'm sick of seeing his fucking face every yeah. year. But his but you never if he wasn't as annoying, you would never know about the big baller brand. You have no idea. You have no idea about any of the stuff he does. He's doing it perfectly. He's like he's the perfect thing to get you from nobody to somebody during the well, internet so age, the during the internet age shoes for a thousand dollars right now yeah and i think <laughs> and he did he did it I, that's to me that's like it's like when he came out like i made fun of him like everybody else but you like i knew like this is like the best publicity he is everywhere like, he is oh, you know yeah. what i mean like it's, uh, it's like the catch me outside girl she's right. fucking up with her damn memes and everything so and it's psychologically it's it's brilliant because the internet right now is like a hive mind right like oh hell yeah yeah the internet's a hive mind and the easiest way to get into a hive mind is to piss them off because humanities have negativity bias like humans have negativity bias so as soon as you piss them off it's a ripple effect and everybody's gonna be pissed off and now you have everybody pissed off and now everybody knows who you are so like it worked for fucking cash me outside and it worked for lavar ball you know it works for LeBron. Like LeBron doesn't do shit, but people talk about him all the time. Not everybody hates him, but he's still like yeah. the most known guy in sports. You know, he also just happens to be the best basketball player, like like around right now. But still, yeah. um, but anyway, going on that, uh, Giannis. I'm a big Bucks fan. Giannis Antetokounmpo just won the Most Improved Player of the Year um, a couple minutes ago. Um, also on the Bucks, uh, Brogdon. Uh, won the uh, rookie of the year, which was crazy. He's a, he is the um, the latest drafted rookie of the year at thirty eight. I think it was thirty eighth overall, um, hmm. uh, ever, which is pretty cool. Um, you can get a Bronson Koenig Bucks jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. He got he got drafted. <laughs> he got he he went undrafted and the Bucks signed him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, and then I didn't follow much up on the draft, unfortunately. Yeah, the draft draft was really interesting. Um, During the draft, we had a couple trades. Uh, Jimmy Butler went from Chicago to Minnesota, and um, something else happened that was interesting. Oh yeah, Uh, D'Angelo Russell went to um, the Nets. Because him and Lavar or um, Lonzo Ball probably play the same position, so they wouldn't really get along. But yeah, uh, interesting things in the NBA. Like if you guys ever watch the NBA, the best time to start watching the NBA is during the off season, because you're like it's way more entertaining than the NFL off season. Teams, people are just going all over the place. Everybody's trying to trade everybody. It's bonkers. Yeah. Um. Any other sports news? Any other UFC stuff? Um, Chael Sonnen won his Bell or his second Bellator fight over the weekend. Unfortunately, it was a pay per view event, so I didn't get to watch it because I'm poor as fuck. <laughs> um, same. Also on that card too, there's this uh, kid by the name of Aaron Pico who's like the apparently the prospect of MMA. He got KO'd within like the first minute of his fight, his debut fight. So Jeez. I was like, "Yeah, we're hyping him up," and then he just drops. 
Um, other than that, nothing really. Some girl shit herself last night on UFC Fight Night. I That's watched that. Really. that I, heard about <laughs> I, I saw. I woke up this morning and I was like, like it's five in the morning. I was like absently like scrolling through Twitter, and the first picture I see is is that doo doo, and it's just doo doo all over. I, I was actually watching that fight night, and I didn't see that fight, but I'm, like, watching like, the la- the main event, and I, I see that. I'm, like, that is not blood on the mat right there. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm, like, as soon as I, I saw it on Facebook, MMA Imports, I'm, like, oh, shit, that's what it was. <laughs> that's doo-doo. That's <laughs> doo-doo, baby. <laughs> it's so bad. I was, like, oh, no, what happened? Did you guys see James Harrison playing volleyball with like a huge ass medicine ball? Have you guys seen that? No. Football. He's the, it's just a, him and a bunch of fucking buff dudes throwing on a medicine ball with volleyball. It's like a heavy one. It's like bigger than my torso, and they're just throwing it around. Like, do buff dudes just do that? Like they're like, oh, we're too buff for normal volleyball. Let's play with a medicine ball. I don't know. Any buff dudes online should message us. And be like, hey, I'm a buff dude. I play medicine ball volleyball because I spend too much money on normal volleyballs. I break them. I don't know. You should let us know. Diabry, I bet you would break a volleyball. You got that like, that mean right hook. I mean, just like, bop, and just punch it down. And it would just like... <laughs> I wouldn't say it wouldn't be the first time. Right. I hear you. You're a crazy guy, Diabry. Crazy guy. <laughs> Rob, I'm not a crazy guy. People just make me crazy. Uh, is that what it says on your Walmart shirt? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Alright. I don't know what else to say. I don't know I don't know what else we have. I talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Did you guys want to talk about anything else? I don't have anything else. Like, I don't have too much. Alright. I think we're trying to, like, Ram it all and catch up from a, a like two week break. I mean, I don't really know much else yeah. to about that would even be relevant. Right, there wasn't shit that happened in two weeks. Like we could have probably found things that did happen, but hey, you know what? Fuck it. We just did the fun oh. stuff that we wanted to do because we're the big three. We got the real cojones on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we were abandoned and left here to scrape up the ashes, right. so I mean... We're the dedicated ones. We're always here on time. We are, though. The fuck is that all about? And then get a text at about 2 to 8. Oh, can we move to 8.30 instead? Can we move to 9? Can we do it tomorrow? <laughs> can we do it next week? Like, okay. Can't do it tomorrow. I got a raid tomorrow, guys. Come on now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucker. Yeah, you don't mess with Brad's wow. You do not mess with the man's wow, apparently. All right, so I think we're going to wrap it up, boys. Our first Big Three podcast taking over. We're the real big ballers. I don't even know where we're going. <laughs> you know what, Rob? Yeah, it's going to be up all night podcast that Scott's going to throw in there and everything. <laughs> like, it's going to drop it right yeah. now, Scott. The up all night podcast. Wah, 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 wah. Drop it. Right there we go. Yeah, just just a reminder, you know, <laughs> give us follow Twitter <laughs> slash up all night sla- underscore cast, and uh, you know, just because Rob managed not to do it for once, you know, give him a follow on Twitter. Too. I Rob, opened the podcast calling it the Rob Volver cast. <laughs> follow me on Twitter, dude. I said it. That was my opening line. Yeah, but that is one line in like an hour and a half. I'm really impressed by you right now. Yeah, you're, I mean, I do it so much in chat. 
that, you know, it's just trying to get it done. I got it on my system. Alright guys, uh, we're good, that's it, I stopped it, Start, stop recording.